You're listening to Shh, My Kids Are Asleep, and I'm your host, Rachel Nix. Episode 4, Why We Can't Have Nice Things. If you're a parent, then you obviously know what it's like to live in a home and it's not always spotless. Like, it's it's never going to be completely spotless. There's going to be a spot on your couch or there's going to be a mark on your wall or your kids are going to do something to their own furniture in their own room. Maybe the stuff in your room escapes the wrath that children bring. If you don't have kids, lucky for you, your home is boring and it has no artistic touch that children bring. Okay. All right. I'm slightly jealous. (laughs) Um, And maybe your babies are just really small and they haven't done anything yet. Don't worry, your time will come. My husband and I just celebrated Christmas. By the way, Merry Christmas if you celebrate that. Happy holidays for any other um, celebrations you may have partaken in. I know, can you believe it? We're almost to 2021 and it's a Christmas miracle. I have a whole new episode just for you. Why we can't have nice things, right? I was just talking about every parent who has a child. Their home is just slightly not the way they envisioned. Just just a little bit, you know, not a lot. And maybe you're just like, oh no, I can't, I can't have it that way. My house has that the walls have to sparkle, the floors have to shine, every dish in its cupboard. Not over here. I'm gonna give you realness, full realness. There are friends of mine who are like, I cannot go to sleep without making sure there are no dishes in the sink. I am the friend who will keep dishes overnight in her sink. My husband hates it. He cringes at it. If I just made a meal, mm -mm, I'm not going to stay up and also wash the dishes. No, like they can wait till the next morning. But if that's not you, sorry. If it is you, hey, spirit animal, I see you, girl or guy. Yeah, my house has been remodeled. My husband has textured almost every wall in my house. So there's really little to no crayons on the wall. I know I was one of the parents that was like, my kids are never going to draw on the wall. (laughs) Then I had my fourth daughter and she was like, oh, look at mom. None of them are Picassos like me. And she like went crazy on my walls. But my husband retextured. And so retextured means like, you know how your walls are kind of bumpy. He put some of that on my wall and then he repainted over it. So my walls look beautiful everywhere except the kitchen because i that's a long story in itself. But he'll get to the kitchen too. You know, we've been slowly making changes and the girls got new beds and we've been blessed to do a couple other upgrades in the house. Well, for Christmas, my husband was like, babe, I got you. A gift, but you can't have it till Christmas Eve. And I was like, okay, whatever. Thinking like you procrastinated and you probably didn't get me anything. So on Christmas Eve, you're going to try to go find something really cool. And then ta-da, we're both surprised. Not the case. He actually prepped for this. So he went and picked up my gift, brought home beautiful reclining love seats and then a couch and a little accent chair. And I was like, I don't know who you've been hanging out with, sir. But yes, I love their taste. Or maybe it's like the Netflix binging I've made him watch night after night of like home renovations where he was like, I like that couch. I'm gonna get her one. Who knows? Who knows where the man comes up with these amazing ideas? All that matters is that he does. Well, Christmas was several days ago. It's the 29th. And in parent days, that's like, a million years 
because we've managed to keep the kids from bringing any sort of liquids or foods into the living room and onto my new couches. My old couch, it was a sectional. It was five years old. When I say it was five years old, in parent years, it was 500 years old. Like the the whole bottom, it, it there was no bottom to it. Like I guess there's like this like screen thing that most sectionals have on the bottom. That was gone. Like there was a part that stuck out the back. It was just hanging on for dear life. It really hung together like most moms do when they first have a child and they're just trying to make it. That was my couch. It girl, it was just holding on for dear life and it was like my rock. And when I say my rock, I mean there were days when I didn't feel good and it held me and it made me feel a little bit better. It always made me feel secure. And you would think, you know, on um Christmas Eve when my husband put it into our trailer and hauled it to the dump that I would shed a tear, but no. Me and that sectional knew it was time to go. And I gave it a rock on and it rolled out of my driveway because listen, (laughs) I was so happy to have a couch that didn't have any kind of bodily anything. It got blood on it from little cuts, you know, when kids cut their knees. It had baby barf. Remember you new parents who probably never had anybody draw on their walls before or paint their nails on the floor and then get the paint spilled up. Yeah, no, it had baby barf because babies barf. It had baby poo-poo because babies blow out their diapers. It had bigger girl barf. It had all kinds of stuff. I know that you're like, ew, lady. No, friends who have kids, you look at their couch. Look at it closely. Oh, it's, it is a part of their life. It is one of the most intimate items in somebody's home, right? So just know when you sit on it, it's probably helped some little child learn to ride their bike and also comforted them when they busted their knee open and bled all over the place, even on that cushion. Sure, it probably went through the washer before you sat on it, but it's still there in the fibers. Just know that. Just know it's in the fibers. Well, so Christmas Eve, rock on sectional. You go to sectional heaven in the dump. So it's gone. My husband brings in this beautiful love seat, couch, and accent chair, all leather. And I'm like, yes. And I'm on day whatever this is, because we all know nobody counts how many days are between Christmas and New Year's. And if you do, you're either an adult with no kids or just an adult who's responsible. I am neither. (laughs) So (laughs) there you go. I don't know how many days. Well, I guess I could count because I said it's the 29th, right? And Christmas is on the 25th. So four days, four days. To me, that's an eternity. Well, this morning, my precious four-year-old wakes up and she's like crying, you know, and like, oh, it's just, it's a headache. So I say, hey, girlfriend, did you have a bad dream? Are you still sleepy? Thinking maybe she stayed up all night because possibly that's what happened. Sometimes kids on a whim, they stay up all night. They sneak in the living room, watch TV. You know, they pull an all-nighter under their parents' noses. If you don't know, just wait. It'll happen. Or it's happened and you just don't know about it. So I said, did you have a bad dream? Did you stay up all night? And she says, yes. So I'm thinking, oh, she pulls an all-nighter. She's just tired, right? I think I said four-year-old. My three-year-old. 
she's not four yet. I'm thinking, okay, she's tired. We'll just power through the day with, you know, some catnaps here, some catnaps there, and we'll be all right. So I'm letting her lay on my bed and I rub her back. And I say, you feeling okay? And she's just like, no, she's not having it. She's just tired. So I'm like, all right. Let's move this party train to the living room. And I check her. She's got no fever. And we're in coronavirus season of whatever this year. It's not a season. I don't know what the coronavirus is still a thing. So I'm checking her breathing. I checked if she had a fever. I'm watching to see if she coughs. I'm trying not to Google symptoms of coronavirus in a toddler or young child. Like, honestly, in my gut, I'm like, don't do it. Don't make it so, girl. Just, you know, love all over your baby. Hopefully it's not corona. Turns out it's not. So don't worry. I take her out to the living room. We have a visit from the neighbor. We have a visit from local riffraff. It's just been a lively morning around here, right? So I'm just like, this is... This is a day and it's not even nine o'clock, but whatever. So I'm just dealing with stuff as it comes at me. It's just getting thrown at me. I know, right? Lively for a stay-at-home mom, just everything happening. I'm going to clean out the drain in my washing machine. Really eventful day. So I check on my daughter. She's still laying on the couch and I'm like, yikes. And I check on her again. She's just still laying there and I'm like, okay, she's good. No signs of any like diarrhea or so, but I think in my head, you know, she's really not moving. So I say, hey, sugar, um, um, does your stomach hurt? And she says, uh-huh. Well, as a mom, you know, that's like, yes, mom, this is the most painful stomach ache in the entire world. So you got to keep an eye on that kid. Listen, this is not my first rodeo. Okay, it's not my first rodeo. So I grab a pull up and I'm like, here, girlfriend, let's put a pull up on because I'm not going to, you know, eagle eye her. So if she goes to the bathroom or she tries to go to the bathroom, doesn't make it. We got all our bases covered. The new flooring is covered. My couch is covered. I don't have to worry too much, right? I am sorting the laundry, doing my motherly thing, telling kids to get off of the Nintendo Switch, and so on and so forth. And, uh, <laughs> oh man, my daughter. Oh, so I sit down finally. I've got things sorted. I sit down to relax, have a cup of coffee. It's about 10 o'clock. I'm like, yes, this is a great now start to my day. And I say, hey, babe, do you want to watch Coco Melon? It's the show on Netflix. If you've got a little kid, turn it on. It'll keep them, you know, company. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. So I turn it on and I sit back to enjoy my uh, my hot coffee. And my daughter goes, hey, can I have goldfish? And I'm like, why not? We're back to normal. Everything's all good. And so she grabs her goldfish and she's like, can I give some to sister? And I'm like, hey. Who am I to say no? Go crazy. It's winter break. Eat goldfish for breakfast. I'm not going to stop you. She hands my daughter, the littlest one, the three-year-old, a handful of goldfish. The little one pops back, I think, maybe three goldfish. We're all chilling. And my other kids, they're not sitting on the the couch because they already know, like, I'm going to be like, put your feet down. Don't sit like that. Uh, They don't want to hear it, so they just sit on the floor. And so my oldest daughter is sitting right in front of my youngest daughter. And she goes, oh, no. 
and jumps up and runs out. And I'm like, oh, no. And I look over, brand new, four-day-old couch. My three-year-old is barfing all over it. Yep, she barfed. She didn't barf a little either. It was chunky. Mind you, she had milk and hot cocoa this morning. And she just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You would think she was a Disney princess because she barfed all over my brand new couch. Not only did she barf all over my brand new couch, she barfed all over my throw pillows. She barfed a little bit on the floor. And I know you're like, did you just sit there and watch your kid barf all over your new couch? No. What do you think I am? This is an amateur hour. I didn't just sit and let her barf all over my couch. No, of course not. I said, are you good? Can we make it to the toilet? My house is getting remodeled. I only have one toilet. (laughs) I know I have four daughters plus myself and my husband. We only got one toilet. It's a common, common conversation in my house that we need another toilet. Well, whatever. Also, another long story. We'll get to another time. So I scoop her up and I'm like, are you going to barf? Are you going to barf all the way to the toilet? Because what other adult isn't going to ask, are you going to barf? Are you going to barf? As they run through the entire house to the bathroom so that the kid can stop barfing on their brand new leather couch. Like I just, this is why we can't have nice things. That's what went through my mind as I'm watching my little girl barf in the toilet. And I did. I felt a sense of justice when I got her to the toilet and she was still barfing. But then also I didn't because my couch got barfed on. My brand new couch got barfed on. And I knew better. I knew I shouldn't have let her lay on the couch. I knew I should have just put her in her little mini mouse bed. But look, it's a lose-lose situation, right? She's only three. She's bound to barf all over my house anyway. It's just the casualties of parenting. You love them, you nurture them, they barf all over your new stuff. It's what happens. Maybe you've been down that road. Maybe you've dealt with a oh, brand new car. I would have been probably crying if she did this in a brand new car. Like, I'm not joking. I would probably cry if she barfed in a brand new car. And I know there are people out there like, oh, you could just clean it up. At least you have your daughter. Yes, but it was a brand new couch. Oh, yes, I did wipe it up. Of course, I wiped it up. And yes, I kissed my daughter. And would you believe it? She looked at me after she barfed her little stomach up and said she felt better. At the end of the day, all we want are happy, healthy children. And that's exactly what I have. Slightly destroyed brand new couch and a happy and healthy three-year-old. The rest of them are fine. And I know somebody's going to be like, well, what made her sick? Like, why was she barfing? To be quite honest, I'm pretty sure she might have had her milk was not, you know, pristine. I didn't give it to her either. So don't side-eye me like, "Mm, giving your baby bad milk. No, I didn't give it to her. In fact, I should have delved deeper into the investigation of where the milk cup came from this morning, but I did not. And that's on me. And look it, you got a podcast episode out of it. You're welcome. (laughs) Happy New Year. And hopefully 2021 is so much better to you and yours than it has been to me and mine. It's been not the best, but also not the worst. You can email me at shhmykidsareasleep at gmail.com. That's shh, 
with three H's. My kids are asleep at gmail.com. I'm also open for sponsorship if you're interested.